It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, I'm Elise Modica. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. How to Create a Pollinator-Friendly Garden by Lisa Milbrand A gorgeous garden can do more than add curb appeal for your home. It can help local wildlife, especially bees, butterflies, and birds, thrive by providing a habitat and all the food and water they need to survive. If you focus your garden design on plants that'll benefit your local pollinator population, you'll get to enjoy not only gorgeous flowers and plants, but watching the wildlife enjoy it as well. When selecting plants, be cautious of pesticides and herbicides. Many plants are pre-treated with neonicotinoids, a pesticide that can kill not only pests, but butterflies, bees, and other helpful insects, says Zoline Quindoy, head horticulturist at Yard Zen. These can even be applied to seeds, so you'll want to double-check your seeds before you plant to ensure your garden is safe for pollinators. When you're treating a pest issue, be conservative. Use treatments with a narrow scope, ideally affecting only the pest species, Quindoy says. And avoid using herbicides that kill weeds, as they often kill plants that are valuable to pollinators. Trading an emerald green lawn for native plants can also help pollinators. Lawns offer virtually no habitat value, and their maintenance contributes to air and water pollution, Quindoy says. It's okay to hang onto a little lawn where there's a functional need for it, but replacing your lawn with a native-rich planting design will offer far more value to your local ecosystem. Try to go longer between mowings to allow growth that can help support wildlife, especially in early spring. And don't be so quick to remove weeds. Dandelions can be an important early-season nectar source for bees, as they often begin blooming before other flowers are available, Quindoy says. Additionally, using native plants for your landscape provides the exact types of plants and flowers that local wildlife eats and nests in, so you'll give them everything they need to thrive. The majority of birds and insects require native species to get the resources they need to survive. Quindoy cites sagebrush, goldenrod, and sunflowers as key habitat plants, but you can use the National Wildlife Foundation's Native Plant Finder to find plants that belong in your zip code, or the Xerce Society's Detailed Regional Guides to Find Pollinator-Friendly Plants. Don't worry about ripping out non-native plants you already have. They can still be helpful. You don't have to use native plants exclusively, but the more you use, the more you'll support your ecosystem, Quindoy says. If you're choosing non-native plants, look for ones from a similar climate, so they'll thrive well without needing extraordinary help like lots of water. Choosing a variety of plants can also help pollinators thrive. It's important to provide food and shelter for their youngsters as well, Quindoy says. Plants with leaves and soft plant tissues can be food and shelter for caterpillars, and some bees will spend the winter in twigs. Ground cover plants, especially if planted beneath trees, provide a perfect home for caterpillars, and the trees themselves are essential. Trees offer tons of benefits to local ecosystems, particularly keystone species like oaks, willows, and species from the Prunus genus, like native plums and cherries, Quindoy says. They provide food, 
nesting sites, and resting spots for migrating species. Additionally, try to choose plants that bloom at different times of the year, not only to keep your landscape looking gorgeous, but also provide food for pollinators all season long. Providing a wildlife-friendly water feature will make your yard a pollinator oasis. Water is even more critical to their survival than food sources, Quindoy says. While a standard-issue birdbath is fine, a better option is a shallow, rock-bottomed water feature that's low to the ground and recirculates the water to avoid stagnation. Boulder bubblers and microponds are cost-effective and easy to construct, and can be a real boon to wildlife. Many pollinators find a home in dead leaves or fallen branches in the fall or spring, so feel free to let the leaves lie. When you're cutting back perennials, try to keep at least 12 inches of the plant to provide a place for pollinators to hang out. If you're dead set on having a totally neat yard, find an out-of-the-way place where you can stash a little bundle of plant clippings and leaves to serve as a pollinator habitat, Quindoy says. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.